0: all right man we are back with another episode of in the loop where we keep you up to date with all the latest sports topics and today we have one and maybe two guests so i'm just gonna kick it off to my guy to reintroduce himself
1: yeah what's up everybody uh, miles hervey uh, fresh up at Canisius College. Just love in the loop, love the pod. You know, Jay is my boy. Got much respect for Caleb, even though you know he's a big Boston guy. But uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it at that for now.
0: Yeah, it's confusing, but we still love him. Yeah. Uh, the first team I've
2: ever watched. So I respect it. it. I respect mm, it. Don't respect. Oh, <laughs> Like, come on. He likes the Washington Wizards. Okay. Yeah, I never understood that.
1: Coming into <laughs> high school, year, I was like, bro, what?
0: I like to go through the struggle with teams. What can I say? All right. That's, like a, to... that's a huge struggle, though. they never going to be good. I know. I don't know why I put myself through it, but hey. All right. Well, let's recap our winners. Um,. The Warriors win their, their, their fourth ring in a span of eight years. Shout out to them. Um, Wardell, Stephen Curry gets his first finals MVP of his career. Gets that monkey off of his back. And Draymond has a, a tremendous game seven, in my opinion. He really does all the little things to nab that game. Seven or game six win. I'm sorry. So, what are our thoughts, gentlemen? Um, just just give me overall thoughts.
2: Jason Tatum is not a superstar.
0: Okay, I agree.
2: Not a superstar. Uh, I don't even I don't even know if he's the best player on the team. And I, I've been saying this the whole playoffs. He's been inconsistent. The most consistent player on. The Boston Celtics has been Jalen Brown. The only thing Tatum has done better is shoot the three ball. But that's because he settles for it. That's so he takes because he can't really go to the rim in an aggressive manner, even though he is six nine. you know, so. Yeah. Boston's a weird team, bro.
1: Like, as far as I always felt comfortable – with them, with like a lead, at least up for most of the playoffs, I would say probably until they start playing like the Heat. Um, but just things with Tatum, not like wanting to go like post up smaller dudes, get to the rag. He's six, what six nine, six ten, like Love was saying, and just the co- the constant turnovers that team has, like immediately going from like competent finals team to like looks like all rookies out there sometime I just I didn't get I really do feel like it was more Boston like like quote-unquote beating themselves than it was like the Warriors really just going crazy like I said like Steph went for what 40 the one game and didn't have any threes the next game and they still won like that that should be a, a, a Boston W like I it's very hard to understand like where they went wrong.
0: They play stupid basketball for sure. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like as a collective too, it's not just Tatum and Brown. Like Marcus Smart will have his games or has had his games where it was just like, this is why you guys need a real point guard and not just point guard by committee shit. Right.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm really hoping we get rid
0: of. Y'all should have got Jalen Brunson. Fuck Rubio.
2: I mean, we just need it. We need an actual PG. Because Emikay forcing Tatum and Brown to, score, like, facilitate and score, I don't feel like they can do both. I feel like it is forced because of the game plan. Well, because they both of them usually have the highest rating on the team. And then if they're not on the floor, Marcus Smart is the one playmaking and that can either go really good or really bad. It's not a consistent thing. Uh, Like, I don't know. This finals frustrate me because we were up 2-1. We should have went up 3-1. But like you said, they just beat themselves. I feel like if we went 3-1, they could have played more comfortable and won the fourth game or the fifth game? I'm sorry, but I don't know. I mean, I, I don't get it. We probably we stopped the most dominant player in the league right now. Then we also stopped two of the most skilled players to ever touch a basketball, and then we beat like a top five ISO player in the league. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. He's a top five ISO player.
0: I mean, I would just say Heat. I would just say they beat the Heat. Mm. I don't know if I would go as far as to say he's a top five ISO player. He's
2: a top five ISO player. He's like a man amongst boys, they say. I I would say Jimmy in the playoffs is different.
1: Like, I don't really am not a fan of him in the regular season, but he's proven me wrong twice
2: in the playoffs as just kind of giving it his all. You can't beat a six three 185 five pound midget. You can't beat Steph Curry, but you beat KD, Giannis, Kyrie,
0: and Jimmy Butler. It's a it's a team thing, though, man. Like that's, so, man, honestly, that's it's not just like it, it's more than that. Like it's Clay didn't play
2: that well. He played good enough for them to win. Draymond had one or two good games in the whole entire series. Honestly, the only I
0: don't know about that. The only consistent player,
2: actually, it, it was Wiggins. Yeah, <laughs> why is Wiggins
0: Andrew, was pretty consistent? Yeah,
2: Why is Andrew Wiggins getting sixteen rebounds? <laughs>
0: like, hey what's the effort why, thing?
2: Why? Why is that? But it's like. The Boston's advantage was their size. And the fact that they can switch everybody and still get the same defensive scheme. They've been doing it the whole playoffs, the whole entire playoffs. And all of a sudden you go against a six, three. And like I said, in the last week is why, why are you playing drop coverage? That Again, was stupid as fuck. That made no sense. And guess what? I also realized Robert Williams isn't good on the perimeter, so you have to play drop coverage. Yeah, my
1: boy gets fried. This is yeah. like
2: I'm, like he's a great paint protector, great defender, but mm-hmm. he's like he's like a smaller Rudy Gobert.
0: Yeah. That's
2: really what he is—a smaller Rudy Gobert, but he can move
0: better. Yeah. Really just boils down to the fact that those other teams that they play don't have the same pedigree as the Warriors. Uh, I think that's pretty much just like, like you can fuck around and and fuck off a game against those other teams. But when you're facing a team that has seen the finals that many times in the last eight years, it's kind of like you're doing yourself a serious disservice to win anything at all. It's not even just about Steph, it's just about that.
1: Like, even Looney has the experience now where he's like, oh, okay, I know how, like, a series is going to go. Yeah. It's not just – it's not just Steph, Clay, Draymond. Like, a lot of those guys got the experience. Even just having Iguodala in the room to, like, kind of coach at Wiggins is is yeah. probably more valuable yeah. than we think.
2: Definitely. Yvonne Looney has four championships.
1: That's crazy. Yes,
2: sir.
1: That is crazy. No disrespect to him either. He was cool at UCLA, but that's.
0: Oh, man. Will Boston be back? Mm -hmm. We could say next season. Within the next three years, do you see them going back to the
2: the finals? Yes, I do. Depending on. Doing in the offseason I heard we were looking at John Collins that's not something we need I heard we were looking at Nicholas Batum 3 and D player I could see that we need a point guard Ricky Rubio free agent Jalen Brunson free agent and I know we have the cap space I know we do so it's like moves have to be made That's that's we just have to get a point guard we have to like I, J- J- uh, J- uh, uh what is his name? Jawante Murray. If I'm saying his name, Jawante Murray from Spurs, he would be perfect. Yeah. He would be pretty and he plays defense. He re- assists, can score. He does all of it. So, uh, I, I just, I need to see in the offseason a point guard get grabbed, somebody who can facilitate the ball, and he needs to be a starter. Needs to be. I don't want him on the sick though. I don't want him second unit. I don't know. He needs to be a starter. Somebody can sit the bench.
1: I was thinking Brogdon just because he wants to be out of there. Pacers want to go younger. Um, Helping Brogdon, you probably have to give up, like, Pritchard and White. But, like you said, Sorry. you don't need a backup. I, I think Brogdon would help a lot of those issues right now, especially just taking the ball out of Marcus's hands, and he's not a defensive liability Um, only issues with him is like the health thing, but I think that could kind of make up for in the regular season.
0: So speaking on the fact that, uh, Love said that Jalen Brown is the actual number one. I don't know why I'm laughing. Are we trusting Jalen Brown to be the alpha male on the Celtics in order for them to see another championship?
1: He's got to get his handle tighter. He's gotta get a way better handle. I, I he, he just got ripped way too much for for my liking to be a consistent number one, even though he was more consistent
2: than Tatum. I agree with the statement. No. I said I agree with <clears throat> I agree with the statement. I have no rebuttal. Uh I think him and Tatum need to go back to school. Definitely. And it's kind of bad that we're seeing this in there, like four or five years. Just yeah. saying, you know. I
0: mean, this is hey, it happens. You I'm, you go to the playoffs, you lose, and then you just adjust. It happens. I don't,
2: I don't remember the last time I heard of an NBA player who could score the ball have ball handling issues. I I don't remember the last time I heard heard that before. It's unheard of. Yeah. Thinking really hard, seeing your face, it's unheard of. If you're a big man, you know, I get it. But I see Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins and Jokic, they dribble the ball better than Tatum and Brown. So I also feel like Tatum
1: got caught up with the, like, obviously his relationship with Kobe is something I will never be able to, like, maintain or, like, understand because, you know, he knows that man I don't. but I felt like he got caught up a lot with the uh, trying to fulfill that hype that he kind of bestowed upon himself. And it's just, it, <laughs> bro, he did it to himself. like the text message was cool. And like, I respect it because it's like a lot of people grieve in different ways, but then you're doing like the practice uniform and then you're doing like the 24 arm, man. I
0: want people to leave that man alone and just let him, be- just, just let him lay. leave kobe alone stop doing this to
1: yourself and like i get that that's your guy and that's your favorite player but also at the same time you're just adding another target on your back that you you don't even want in the first place now you're getting smoked out tweets every day from (laughs) random people mocking you (laughs) i think it really he really set himself up
0: i feel like he would
1: have had a better series if he just kind of Was like, yo, I'm happy to be here in the finals. Let's go try to win a show.
0: I 100,000% agree with you. And I wrote it down in my notes in quotes, let Kobe rest. I just want everyone to do that, like, as a general rule of thumb.
2: This episode. What did you say? I said, please let that be the title of this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It has to. to. Enough is enough. Let Bean rest, man. Yeah,
2: bro. It's,
1: that's bad. Like,
0: It's crazy, because right when I saw that tweet, I was like, oh, shit. I fucked up by choosing to win this series. This is going to look ugly in the end. And lo and behold. Honestly. Yeah. I picked them in
1: seven. I picked them in seven.
0: I, I think this, this is the only time I
2: can say in basketball that the better team didn't win. Boston was a better team. I don't think that they are the better team. They were the better team. I don't think that they were
0: the better team. No, the better team. I the the better te- like, I, no, I don't agree with that. I,
2: I don't
0: know. How? I've chosen the win because, like, I really hate the Warriors, but I don't think they are the better team necessarily. I think,
1: I think going off of Caleb's logic, I would say that if we were doing, like, a schoolyard, like, pick one after other using Boston and – the Warriors lineups, I would pick more people from Boston before I pick more
2: people from the Warriors. Boston had the better lineup, the better defenders, the better, more size. They, they had a every- better
0: team. You could have all those individual pieces and have it not coalesce into a better squad, a better unit. This is a championship unit we're talking about.
2: You know, you're, you're right. I just, like this season, this season I just thought that Boston was the better team. I thought they were the best team in the league. Yeah.
0: I mean based on yeah, based on their regular season, I agree. For sure. Yeah,
1: I think I think what Boston needs to do is get a really good I like E-Mail as their head coach. I feel like he really connects with them, but especially now since he didn't get the Hornets job, uh, Mike D'Antoni needs to be like their lead assistant and just have somebody who knows offensive basketball. Because I think that's what they're lacking. Looking at their assistant coaches this year, it was all defensive-minded. I know you're shaking your head, but I feel like he was a really good assistant with the Nets. I just think
2: he should. Mike D'Antoni as a coach, let me tell you why. Great offensive coach. But I don't want people to get so caught up in – because with Mike D'Antoni as the coach, one of them is going to bump up like crazy statistically. Right.
0: Wait, Mike D'Antoni for who? Who's Boston. Oh, like, you want him to coach Boston?
1: Oh, no, as an assistant. As an assistant. Oh, okay. Like okay. what he was doing with the Nets.
2: So, like, if email wants to be like, okay, we bring in Mike D'Antoni, he can coach the offense, and they run the, you know, what what Mike does, spread out, take it roll. Like one Brown or Tatum's number is gonna boost tremendously. And then we, we have to go through the same thing all over again of, oh, is Tatum a superstar? Or, oh, is Jalen Brown a superstar? Based on these numbers, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. I want, uh, I want somebody to get, I want them to get a PG who can facilitate and they just run grit and grind basketball like they've been doing all season. I don't, the only thing that needs to change is who has the ball in their hands the most. I do not want Tatum bringing up the ball. I don't want Jalen Brown uh, bringing up the ball. I want both of those players to get to the spots and score the ball easily and still being able to play defense. Because then, one, it's less work on them. And they're still getting the same production. I just, I just, like what I watched, it was there's no way you're beating LeBron for the most turnovers in the postseason, And LeBron always has the highest usage rating in the playoffs. Right. And you don't even have a high usage rating. You don't. So it's just like, at that point you're just not taking care of the ball. Neither of you. So yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at.
0: Uh, can the Warriors run it back? Absolutely. You know, yeah. Jeremy, I, this
2: in the beginning of the year I said Warriors are gonna go back to the finals yeah, did. and I thought they were gonna win I just didn't want them to beat Boston because that's my favorite team obviously but I didn't know Boston was gonna make this fire truthfully I thought it was gonna be Bucks Warriors Warriors beat the Bucks in seven that was my take yeah. but In the beginning of the year, I told Jeremy where he's going to be a top three seed and they're going to go to the finals. They did exactly. Every offseason piece that they made or pickups that they made was perfect. Fit the system perfectly. Like, it's it's sickening to watch.
1: I think if they keep Wiggins, um, probably maybe trade Wiseman in, like, a pick and get, like, a better center. Just, I don't think Steve has the patience to coach a rookie like James. And I think he needs a like a, at least a backup for Looney or someone who may be better to have Looney just be a consistent like sixth man, seventh man off the bench. Um, but you are going to get vets who want a ring chase too, so I think they're going to be fine for the next three, yeah. four years. Yeah,
0: yeah, man, uh, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that as long as they keep that core, they definitely have a chance to run it back and. Again, I'm maybe going to be the only nigga in this podcast that props him up and the only nigga that I can think of in the media that even thinks about this way. But the real duo is Stephen Curry and Jeremiah Green it is not Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson. Nice. The, fact that, the fact that this nigga covers everyone else's deficiencies on defense and still influences like how efficient the offense is just by his ability to like get everyone open and get Steph the ball is, you can't measure that. Like, that's the real duo. That, when we look at everything that the Warriors have done collectively in this <laughs> dynasty should be talked about the most. I love, Cole, it. well, I don't but, love Clay, but Clay but, is very important, but Dre is like, he does everything.
2: That's right. Curry and so, is not as the duo, that sounds like the wackest fucking duo.
0: It does. If, if like you think
2: you got, about like a playground, it does. But just raw as fuck, and you got one who does everything right.
0: Yeah.
2: Like it, it's just it's actually, it's kind of like MJ and Pippen in a way. Yeah.
1: In do a way. You, do you think if Clay isn't? let All right. Let me say. If, let's say if Clay is only like. of himself, 75% of himself in the beginning of the season. Do you see them making a move to get Clay somewhere else
2: and try to get some big pieces? They won't do that.
0: No, they wouldn't.
2: They wouldn't do that. Nah. I don't even think Clay should be moved. I think you move Wiseman. I think, like, this is the thing. I think you'll get more out of Wiseman than you would Clay because Wiseman has a higher ceiling than Clay, and Clay just got off two injuries back to back. Okay. So Wiseman and some picks, I think you can get a serviceable big who will just honestly, I think at this point anybody will fit in there perfectly. Yeah. So uh, just get a serviceable a uh, serviceable big and then just make the team better, I guess.
1: Yeah, you you guys think? I know I we didn't add this to the notes, but do you think like the Warriors kind of made like a big man? You got to pay crazy bread to like Jokic and B, kind of invaluable for like winning a chip, like all because their big like two million, three million dollars. It depends moment. on
0: the team you have, the type of team you have. Honestly, mm-hmm. like they're with Jokic and then B, like with them you're kind of structuring your team around them because they're yeah. so talented. In the warrior system, it's it's centered around that six, three beige guy, yeah, who could pull up from anywhere. So it's like,
2: and not only that, he does a great job of getting other players open.
0: Th- so th- this is the best version we've ever seen of him, hands down, easily.
2: I really, really? He was different, bro.
0: Yes, easily, easily. bro
2: the 30 sitting down in the fourth quarter. It's I not about
0: the numbers. It's not about the numbers. Are you Think saying about, yeah. like uh-huh. a brawn
1: 2018 type beat where it's not his peak athletically, but he understands the game?
0: Yes. Okay. Take it right in my words. So the IQ of the game, the physicality, because that's, that's how you used to be able to get up in Curry. As long as you get up in him, you could throw him off his game a little bit. Boston can do that. Even when he didn't hit any threes, he was still making himself impactful. He was dishing it. He averaged the most assists he did in a playoff series. Like, he's a fully formed basketball player. He was trying on defense. He wasn't a liability. I think he's a far better player today than he's ever been. And it's scary. This is his second win. He could play forever. Yeah. He could. It
2: really just depends on what role he wants to. Oh, he could play forever.
0: He really could.
2: This is tough. This is what I'm insane. You think he'll? You think he'll last longer than LeBron? Uh...
1: As far as years played, or like who's gonna retire played. first?
2: Years played. I think yeah. I think it will last longer. Play? Yeah, because shooter always is shooter. Like they can yeah. play for it. Yeah.
0: Never
1: Barring knew. any crazy injury, I was about to
0: say you never just, know. Yeah yeah i don't know well the man does have a he already has a a lengthier injury history than lebron and he's year 11 so i don't know that's to be to be seen but maybe
2: that's what i'm saying four championships in 11 years
0: it's impressive it's very impressive such a small window of of dominance Mm -hmm. where he really has shit on smash this is very impressive Alright, where where do we want to start? Do we want to do Kyrie and then get into our our top ten list? Sounds good. Yeah. All good. right, let's talk some Kyrie Irving. I'm very sick of talking about this guy. I feel like I really just I'm on some almost like shut up and dribble shit with him. Like he's so irritating. And what whether, did he huh? do wrong? It's not even about like what he does wrong or whether I agree or disagree with what he does, it's the fact that he's doing something. Like, can you just hoop, please? Just hoop.
2: That's what he's trying to do, but he needs a contract to do that.
0: But the way he's going about it is the issue. How is he going about
2: it? He wants to play basketball with Kevin Durant. He wants to play with Brooklyn and Kevin Durant. I don't think he does. That's the problem right now. It's not Kyrie, it's actually Brooklyn. And usually I'll be like, Kyrie, you bugger. But this time it's like, Because of all the shit that happened last season with Kyrie and, you know, him not wanting to get vaccinated, which I don't like, like I said, that's his choice. Everybody has.
0: Not a right or wrong thing.
2: And, and, you know, just all the BS he went through last season, the fines, I guess Brooklyn as a whole is just sick of it. But it's like now it's at the point where if you lose Kyrie, you're going to lose KD
0: let me ask both of you of, uh, just a plain hypothetical let's take Carrie's name out of it i give you a player that averages 27 five and five he wants a match contract cool amazing he only averages about 33 games a year though this man wants a five-year supermax would you give said player a max contract yeah. it's got to be
1: conditional it's got to be conditional. It's got to be like if you give me, what oh, is it, like 65 games? Like first two years guaranteed for sure, but if you give me like 50 to 65 games for the following three years uh, each year, then you'll get that full max money. It's got to be like on a scale or something. I can't imagine giving someone a full five-year contract, especially at his age.
2: Think about it this way. Yeah. Um. First of all, we're talking—we're we're talking about the most skilled player that ever touch a basketball. Yes, yeah. Now, this is the thing. Me as a GM, I would give the same exact contract to someone like Anthony Davis. Facts. Because when he's playing, he's arguably the best big in the league on both sides of the floor. When he does play, when aren't Kite you, Mister?
0: The best ability is availability.
2: It is, but I'm starting – like, it's just – you got to look at the name and the ability of the player. Like, i always been like, he doesn't play games. He doesn't play games. Like, he sucks. He doesn't play – but it's like, do you want to miss out on that opportunity? Because right now, Nets –
0: For him to play 30 games?
2: No. No. The Nets – the Nets are fucked because let me tell you why. They just traded away all their picks to Houston. Up until 2027, which means they have no first round picks for the next four or five years. Then you lose Kyrie. Boom. Kyrie goes to another organization. His choices are the Heat championship team, the Clippers championship team, the Lakers championship team. Right. So then let's see all this. Meanwhile, you got KD playing with Ben Simmons and company. That's not good. He's not going to be happy with that situation. So what is he going to do? He's going to ask for a trade. He can decide to play or whether or not to play. Katie will probably play. He's not. like He's petty, but he's not that petty because he likes to oop. He asked for a trade. So now you have to figure out this big-ass package to get Kevin Durant out of there to probably go to another championship team. So then now you missed out on your championship window. In Brooklyn, you don't have any picks. I mean, you could possibly get them picks back in the trades with KD, but now you're banking on Ben Simmons, Blake Griffin, and a bunch of first-round picks. That's fucked up. So it's like, now it's like, even though he bullshits, he still puts us in championship contending conversation because if you lose Kate like it's already being said Kyrie's gonna ask for a trade because the reason of Katie going to the Nets was because of Kyrie
0: Mm -hmm. I think again with Kyrie this is all just posturing Clippers teams like Heat Philly which is also another team put on the list they don't even have the cap to get him. Like he just threw those names on there because they might be close to Jersey. That's, right. that's what he's doing. It's all like a show to pull their to pull their card to see if they're going to offer him that mask. And if I'm KD looking at this, honestly, <laughs> I would just be like, "Do you really fuck with me?" Like as a bro, do you really like? Why are you doing this? This is a lot. It- no, the like thing you is- really, at the end of the day, fuck with me on that level. Because if you did, you would not be pulling this whole facade acting like you're going to leave me hanging high and dry when, nigga, you're the reason I'm here. So but- as a bro, it's like, you not... I wouldn't fuck with Kyrie on that level, personally. That's just me, because it's, it's real foolish. It's looking real silly out here.
2: He wants his
0: money. But you, you have to think about it on a business perspective. Why would I give you that money when you haven't been producing at a consistent enough level for a long amount of period of time Jeremy, to earn that?
2: I gave you the business. I literally just gave you the what business do you mean? stuck with Ben Simmons and first round picks. That's ultimately what is gonna lead to. Katie's not gonna stay.
0: I don't think Kyrie's going anywhere. That's my main point. He's not going anywhere. This is our show.
2: It's all just a facade. You think this is all? Just I think a- that
0: they're gonna settle on something because his ass ain't going nowhere. He lives in. He's a Jersey boy. This was his ultimate goal to be here. He ain't going nowhere.
1: I think he stays in New York. I think either the Knicks or the Nets are gonna keep he, him he, in he, New York.
0: It's gonna to be. be a, good. Go ahead.
1: It, it's, sorry, it's gonna be like a T Mac T Knicks situation where it's gonna make no sense and you're gonna get him like I just to sell
0: he is going to be in the Brooklyn Nets jersey by the end of that season. If he wanted to be in the Knicks, he would have been playing for the Knicks already. This man is a showman. I love him to death. He is an amazing, phenomenal basketball <laughs> talent. But that doesn't pacify you doing some goofy shit and just oh, yeah. on a, a fucking show and then acting like people are crazy for not wanting to invest in you long term when nigga... You haven't played half a season since Trump was in office. So why would I do that?
2: Uh, Literally,
0: make it make sense. Why would I do that?
2: A five-year supermax is crazy, but...
0: Literally. Like, what, why would I do that? It makes no sense. I would give him three or four. Sure. You just restructure it like Miles just said. You, you give incentives. You're going to play 60-plus games if you want this money. I don't know. you got to do it with players like him. He's too volatile, whether Say you agree Mets, or disagree with him.
2: that's have to come up with something, because if they lose Kyrie, they're going to lose KD. And that's just the reality
0: of it. I, I agree with you.
2: Situations S- like this
1: and situations like Ben Simmons is why the league is going to get a crazy lockout in, like, two or three years. Pretty just much. because players, like, it's so much, I and I like it, up to a point but obviously like with these billionaires they're getting really pissed off with players not playing and still collecting crazy amounts of bread so
0: that's right. I, i'm 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 mostly on players having the ability to do that but i'm starting <clears> to see the light on that too like some of these niggas be abusing that and it's like dog you can play you're just being petty
2: but the yeah. thing is like it's not like football mm-hmm. Like in basketball, you can be that guy. Like, you can be that guy and still make money. Because, think about it this way that billionaire that owns the team needs you to make more money. They don't make money without you. You're not playing. Like, remember, we didn't almost go to the Brooklyn game because we didn't think Kyrie was going to play. We thought it was just going to be KD against the Bucks and it was just going to be sweet. It is going to bust their ass. But no, we find out Kyrie was playing was like, all right, bet. Let's get these tickets and let's go. Like shit like that, like players bring in revenue in the NBA, but you don't get that. Like in the NFL, you can just get replaced. Somebody else is gonna play.
0: Yeah.
2: But like the the, the and they, and they don't care. They don't care.
0: Like simply. they don't give a fuck. They're they're the opposite end of the spectrum of bad. They don't like, give one fuck.
2: Good players just like Antonio Brown like he's easily a top 10 receiver all time easily and he's not playing because niggas don't feel like dealing with this bullshit Yeah,
0: yeah man um yeah the, they'll be fine this is this this is just a show in my opinion Yeah All yeah. right uh, let's jump into our Top 10 players of all time. Um, This is our first time on this podcast doing an official one. So this should be very entertaining. Who wants to go first? I mean, you go first. You never go first. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, Number one, I got Mike. Um, Not sad. Number two, I got the Kang. The Dundada, Ugh. the real number six. Shout out to Julius Serving though, LeBron James, <laughs> I got the nigga who can't eat pork chop sandwiches, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Shout out to him.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I got <laughs> – <laughs> I, uh, I got Irv for us. I'm going Irvin Magic Johnson, number four. Oh, yeah. you meant
2: Julius Irvin?
0: <laughs> oh, no, my bad. Yeah, I didn't make it sound like
2: oh, that. Oh, I forgot his nickname was Ir- Oh, okay, oh. my fault. My fault yeah.
0: No, that was actually my fault. That didn't make it sound like I meant Julius oh. Irvin. That'd be crazy. Uh, yeah, I got Magic Johnson fourth. I got Larry Bird fifth. I got Kobe sixth. I got Duncan seventh. I got Wardell eighth. He boosted up three spots for me. Uh, I have controversial one. I have Akeem Olajuwon ninth. And at the 10th spot, it's an A, B thing because I really couldn't choose. I got Shaq and Bill Russell at 10. What's go next? Hold on, hold on. Got Larry Bird fifth? Yeah.
2: Did you say Tim Duncan?
0: D, I said Duncan. Where? One, two, three, four, five, seventh. Tim Duncan, not better than Larry Bird. right, you go next. Since you want to criticize niggas list, I'm ask me. My list kind of
2: took a cause I've been doing some recent you know, research since we gotta talk
0: about oh, this is gonna be great. We're gonna hear a whole bunch of names. <laughs> I can tell by the hand gestures.
2: All right. So All right. number one, Michael, of course. You know, I sound like skip when I said that. That's a damn shame. Uh number two. I'm stuck because I could just switch them. Like two and three are interchangeable for me. Like I'm going to either go Kareem at two and Braun three or Braun two and Kareem three. Because Kareem and Braun are kind of similar. Dominance, longevity, numbers, accolades. It's just a, a, the level of consistency throughout their whole career. So it goes, you know, they're two and three. Whatever order does not matter. Number four, I have Magic Johnson. Number five, I have Tim Duncan. Number six, I have Larry Bird. Number seven, I have Shaq. Number eight, I have Curry. Number nine, I have Hakeem Olajuwon. And number 10, I have Kobe. Okay, Kobe dropped because, uh, like he his numbers aren't that good. Like he he shoots pretty bad. Like a lot, he shoots really. Bad. <laughs> like yo, like looking at his like I looked at his playoff runs and. Honestly, this is going to sound so bad, but he's just a successful James Harden.
0: All right, Miles, go ahead. You're this, <laughs>
2: no, like, I this, this guy
0: is about to get muted. Yeah. No, like, it was bad, but, like. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> Put the sock in it, nigga.
2: You got to get muted
0: for that. That's, 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 no, you're not doing that.
1: I got I got Mike one, uh Braun two, Kareem three. Um I the only reason why I put Braun over Kareem is cause I'm a Braun fan, but also because I think Braun is gonna hit the scoring record, so that's probably gonna even it out with him and Kareem eventually. Um then I got Magic four, Kobe five, and Shaq six, just because I kind of didn't want to put Shaq and Kobe like over each other, so it's kind of tied for fifth.
0: Yeah, that was a tough one for me, too.
1: Yeah, and then I got Olajuwon Duncan, same thing, kind of tied. Uh, and then I got Bird nine, and then Steph number 10, he just cracked 10 for me.
0: Okay, nice. Okay, okay, so. okay, okay. Now we could go into reasoning as to why for our controversial picks. We're gonna deal with that James Harden thing last because that seems like a lot of energy that's gonna be taken for me. Um, All right, so my thinking behind my list is um, I I think that the top six should be reserved for like staples and pillars of the NBA for certain decades, so Mike, of course, is the 90s, LeBron is the 2010s, Kareem is the 70s, Magic and Bird saved the league in the 80s, you know, and then Kobe was clearly the best player in the 2000s, so that was very clear cut thinking for me um after that it was very tough I put Duncan because I think right behind Kobe he was the second best player of the 2000s and had very historic performances in situations that really mattered and was an engine of one of the I would say preeminent dynasties of all time even though they never went back to back which is very interesting but that's for another day. Um, Steph, I boosted him up to one, two, three, four, five, six. I boosted him up to eight over Keem, um, Shaq and Bill Russell because I honestly feel like I said earlier, he is going to be in his second wind. He is a far better player now than he was before. And with the way that the roster is constructed for the Warriors and how much flexibility they have, I feel like he's going to find his way to another ring by the time his career is over and he's going to get his numbers. That's just, he's going to run those all NBA teams and no all-star appearances up. So I'm just putting him somewhere where he would be by the time he ends his career pretty much. Keem. I think that he deserves number 10 because the man dominated centers in the golden age of centers truly. Even over someone, as crazy as it sound, even over someone like Shaquille O'Neal. When I think about Keem's competition at the center position in the 90s, you have three heavy hitters that come to mind. Ewing, Robinson, and Shaq. And I'm typically not a super heavy stats guy, but I saw something on Reddit that said that he met all three of them in 17 games collectively, and he was never outscored. Never, which is outrageous because you're dealing with Robinson who won a scoring title in the early 90s and actually dropped like over 70 points just to get that feat. You have Ewing, which say what you want about the Knicks. He was the cornerstone for that franchise and they were expected to go to the finals, which they eventually did and win. And then you have, I mean, Shaq is Shaq. This is young Shaq we're talking about. He was he wasn't a shock of the two thousands, but he was spry enough in that Orlando team had the pieces to really make a run, which is I mean, why they beat someone like Jordan. Granted, he came back from retirement, but a feat nonetheless, you know? So I feel like Keem just his skill at the center position on both sides of the ball is unheard of. So I would have to put him top ten off rip. Bill Russell is another one that I can see people looking at as controversial because from a numbers perspective, which is why I really don't get caught up in numbers. From a numbers perspective, yes. Like the man averaged 18 points. He shot like low 40s. On paper, horrible. But when you look at like what that Celtics team has done before he was on the Celtics and after he was at the Celtics, He's not a guy you can assess by just looking at a sheet of paper. Like, he's a, go ahead.
2: he's a Draymond.
0: Literally, he's Draymond almost on Royce. Like they, I think I have some notes here. Yeah.
2: They said if they were if they were recording blocks back then, he would have averaged a triple double.
0: Yeah. yeah. Literally, I mean the man won three or four MVPs in a row, which people don't know. When he retired in '69. They went from like a 49 win team to a 34 win team they weren't even in the playoffs and they still had those Hall of Famers that people like to bring up them niggas didn't go anywhere they were still there before he came to the Celtics they had the Hall of Famers they didn't even sniff a finals. You know, so that type of that type of um, impact on a team, I have to respect it I don't it's not even like a number saying it's like I have to respect it because when you read, like, what players say about him and you look at just, like, how impactful he was on the defensive end and pushing the pace on offense even, like, starting in the break, he was one of the first niggas to, like, grab a rebound and just push. Stuff like that, it's, like, it's immeasurable. You just can't place a numerical value on it. And for him to be, like, the most winningest player ever – just honestly having questionable numbers and sheer defensive and i guess offensive somewhat playmaking impact is there's no other player in nBA history like that so for those reasons in particular i put him in my top 10 i will respect someone not doing that but just from my little research it's like this dude really was wilt was the shiny numbers guy like he had the 50 points the 24 rebounds but when it came to like engines of winner winning teams, it's it's Bill Russell. So mm-hmm. those are all oh. my thinkings. For Bill my...
2: Russell uh like Wilt Chamberlain's regular season numbers, uh, and then in the playoffs against Bill Russell, Bill Russell plays significantly great defense on Wilt. His numbers dropped significantly. Okay, not I'll like not, not a huge drop off, but like like what I average like 40 50 but he drops down to like 27 28 in the series
0: mm.
2: so yeah recently just found that out too that's why i don't have uh, my tip, top 10 i think he's like the biggest myth in basketball history yes. Otto Porter, <laughs>
1: senior.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I I hear you pointing that they're bill russell top 10. Bill uh, Russell, I can see, I could see top ten. I mean, eleven championships. Not only that, like he's literally a Draymond on Lloyds. It's like mm-hmm. the best way to put it. I think it's more the basketball than scoring. Definitely, I say it all the time. It's more the basketball than scoring.
0: Uh, we're gonna let Miles go since he has to get out of here real soon.
2: Yeah,
1: my my biggest reasoning with it was: could I tell the game of basketball? Without these 10 players and kind of just go from there. Uh, with me, a lot of it has to do with recency bias. Like that, I think that's why I probably ranked uh, like a Lodge one so low. And my honorable mention would probably be Bill Russell, but a lot of it had to do with recency bias. Just, you know, people are human. Uh, I think we all had the same top three with Mike, Braun, and Kareem just in different orders. Oh. Uh, but I, I think those three specifically, what they contribute, not only to the game of basketball, but to winning in the NBA, it, you can't really question it. Um, for Magic and Kobe being four and five, well, Magic, Kobe, Shaq, them kind of being in that same tier, I would say that like you said magic saved the league but i would honestly say that magic just the way he played basketball at 69 being a point guard really revolutionized parts of the game
0: nobody could do it like him man yeah
1: with kobe that was it was a little bit of a homer pick cuz i love kobe
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i feel like that's the best michael jordan impression we are ever going to see i don't mean that in a in a slight or a diss to, to Kobe. I, I mean, like not having the athleticism that Mike did later in his career and kind of having to do it off skill. I, I think that's kind of the best impression we're going to see uh, of Mike ever. And you see people trying to imitate Kobe, imitating Mike, and they can't do it. Um, with Shaq, I think just to see what Shaq has done in his career, knowing that he should have done more Put him in that spot, and that's why I put him six. And then Olajuwon, Um all the centers I have on this list, except Kareem, credit Olajuwon for who they shape their game after and what they want to be in the league. So it's kind of crazy to leave him off. Um, and the back to back and competing with Mike is why I kept him seven. And then Tim Duncan, uh, I actually took into account him not winning back to back, which is still crazy for me to think about. Mm. But Him just being, like, the big fundamental and just being so crisp in his game, I I had to keep him on there. And then Larry Bird, obviously, just showing respect. Um, Magic, I do think, had the upper hand. I think both centers that I put above Bird kind of revolutionized the game a little bit more, where Bird was just, like, a perfect player for his era. Not saying that he couldn't play in other areas, but I think he really thrived in his era. And then 10, I put Steph. I think, like Steph was saying, I know he was saying it facetiously, but there's not really much people can take away from his game now. He's got the finals MVP. He's got four chips. He's probably going to get another one. So he's going to tie Kobe at that point, almost might type Mike. So um, there's nothing really you could say. And then, like I said, honorable <laughs> mention.
2: That's crazy, Mike. He dead-ass Mike-type Mike. Yeah, bro. Uh, with my list, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start from ten because I was trolling about the whole James Harden thing. My only issue with Kobe and why I have him at ten is because he's like he's inefficient, like that. Like for as great as a score he is, Jeremy, I know your point. If you're a shooting guard, I don't care how many shots you take as long as you take them. I get that point, but there's players that also do that, but play at a high level and are efficient doing it. So I'm like, that's why I had to like drop him to 10. Plus it's Kobe. Kobe can't not be in the top 10. But <clears throat> number one, Mike, obviously that's like my favorite all-time player. Uh, Kareem recently, I've been like his numbers and the level of of consistency. Other than maybe John Stockton, I think Kareem would be the most consistent basketball player ever. I know LeBron's consistent as well, but uh like Kareem's level of consistency. Like I call it, like I was talking in a party the other day, and I think you can argue like Kareem is probably the perfect basketball player because his name fits in every single category of basketball: longevity, numbers, accolades skill set like he he has all of it so it's hard like that's why like it's hard for like can I put him at two over Bron? you know but it's Bron, so it's like that's why it's interchangeable for me I guess it just depends on the day uh with LeBron it's just LeBron I can't really you know say much I've been watching him since I started watching my basketball um One thing I noticed about my top five, it's the best player in each position. Mike at shooting guard, Kareem at center, PG, Magic, small forward, Braun, and power forward, Tim Duncan. I have Tim Duncan because he's probably – Never, uh, if I'm correct, he never had a season under 54 wins or 60, something like that. Probably one of the most winningest player in basketball history. He won in the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. So it's kind of sort of, he's been relevant for three decades of basketball, in my opinion. Um, six, I had Larry Bird. Larry Birds never had a bad season. Never had a bad season in basketball. Uh three time MVPs in a row. I didn't know Bill Russell won three, four in a row, MVPs in a row. I didn't know that up until you said that. But Larry Bird won three in a row. Like you said, perfect. The only small forward to average double digit rebounds in a career. Um is just insane. Uh, and his efficiency is just damn near almost close to 50-40-90 so efficient as you know whatever the case would be Uh, number 7 where'd I have 7 at? fuck who did I have 7 at? I think it was Hakeem right I think so Fuck, What did I have? Seven. Oh, it was Hakeem. I think uh Hakeem is probably the most skilled center to ever play basketball. Uh finals MVP, defensive player of the year, and a championship. I think it was back to back seasons he did that. Yeah. That that's insane, by the way. Uh like you said, he got overall every single big man in this era. Agreed. Um number Number eight, Curry. That's recency. Honestly, uh, all he needed was a finals MVP. Greatest shooter of all time, three point records. Uh, you could say he's a dominant player. Absolutely. Like, but at the three ball. Like, there's like certain areas where players are dominant and he's dominant. Like, he's just a dominant player shooting the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't think when I don't think we're ever gonna see another player like this that can shoot like. Him. I don't think no. so. No, like ever. I mean, I don't. And honestly, I can't see anybody beating his three point records. If I'm being honest, and and in such the short span that he's done it, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Um.
0: You explained ten already. What was nine? It was someone, and then Kobe. I'm missing somebody. Yeah, I think it was what's name? It was um, Shaq.
2: Yeah. Oh, Shaq. No, Shaq, Shaq. Uh, No, Shaq. No, Shaq wasn't nine. Oh. Shaq was uh seven. Then Curry. Then Hakeem. Yeah, I have okay. Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, Shaq is
0: just all
2: right. The player to ever play basketball. Yeah, it's Shaq. Yeah. Um, honestly, he probably. Top three post player, like postseason player. I'm sorry, top three postseason player in my opinion. It goes MJ, Brown, and Shaq. Postseason uh, numbers are insane. He has like what five, four championships. He has four. Yeah. Didn't get Kobe. four championships. I mean, it's fucking. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So number ten, Kobe. Uh, I didn't want to put him that low because I don't know if he's better than Shaq. Some people will argue he's a better player than Shaq. I just don't know. And at this point, I don't know if he's a better basketball player than Curry. Based on what Curry has done in a small sample size, like, I don't know. Can we call the Lakers a dynasty? Like, with Kobe and Shaq, can we call that a dynasty?
0: They they 3 it, yeah. I would say I, so, yeah. I feel like if you 3 P that's that's dynastic. Only three teams have, what, two or three teams have done it. you're hey, right. But it's just like. We're going to get Miles out of here, though. My man put his hat backwards, so. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, my bad,
1: yeah. No, you're good, man. Thank,
0: oh, you, for yeah, yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank
1: you nah, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, always good. I'll catch y'all
2: later. Peace All out, right, man. Thanks. But yeah, um, I didn't want to put Kobe so low, but there's like people don't want to talk like Kobe has like several stains
0: in his career.
2: Sure. The
0: Suns, the Suns series where he didn't shoot—that was one. Um, he had one.
2: Uh, finals
0: the five oh against Boston no Detroit oh yeah Detroit yeah he didn't play well that series no four you're right yeah.
2: um against the Celtics he didn't
0: play that well like I don't know like I was looking I like, like he it. played fine in that series you I watched you... that series. yeah I watched that series like a month ago in full I feel like he played fine he didn't shoot the best but he played he played fine yeah my issue with him is that he just doesn't shoot the best like yeah, I know and you're big on shooting percentage. I get it. Because it's important.
2: Like, like I, got, I got bashed the other day because I called Tracy McGrady a top 10 scorer. But then I'm looking at his numbers and he's not efficient. I feel like efficiency matters in scoring.
0: It does. It does. But I think that for someone... Who appreciates stats that much? I feel like you should look at effective field goal more than field goal. Look into that.
2: Effective field,
0: yeah. yes,
2: yeah. I see it on Bleach Report, but I never really paid attention to it.
0: It's like your real shooting. It, it's like, a it's a shooting? closer represent it's a closer representation of how a player actually shoots compared to their field goal because field goal is skewed. So they figured out like a more. A better way to portray it pretty much with effective field goal.
2: Okay, I'm gonna look into that. Yeah. You would like it. Very advanced stat, you just gave me
0: that. I know. I'm not even an advanced stat person, but when <laughs> I do choose to go numbers, I like to, you
2: know, okay. make sure. Yeah, I will look into that. But I mean I mean, yeah, Kobe should be hired because he kinda like has a huge impact on basketball.
0: I mean it's this, man.
2: But yeah. yeah. I mean. It's your list.
0: I remember we're actually going to get out here early because I don't feel like uh, talking about the other topic, uh, because I kind of reserve that for the other person that was supposed to be on here, but hopefully we'll have him on next week. Um, Yeah. Happy to be back. In the swing of things and um yeah man, we will catch you guys next week with some more creative topics. This is going to be our funky little stretch until you know some shit is popping off in the sports world, but we'll figure it out.
2: Football's coming back really soon. Yeah,
0: so I can't wait for that. Great. All right, any last thoughts? No, none at all. Yeah, I don't have any either. Spending the loop It's your boy Jay. That's love. We will catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.